What's up, guys, and welcome back to the podcast. And I know I was going to do a podcast on um, an episode on the national issues, but right now it seems like Iran has been digging a bigger hole for itself. As most of you know, they took down a Ukrainian airliner, um, passenger jet actually, and killed 176 people. Rest in peace to those people who were killed. And at first, you see that Iran was being defensive and said that the plane was on fire and it was trying to turn back and it ended up crashing, killing the 176 aboard. And most people, doesn't even make sense because this is right after the missiles that they launched at U.S. air bases. So the stories that they came out with saying that the plane had mechanical arrows when taking off didn't really make sense either. It was either that they shot down the plane by mistake or on purpose, which we find out they said it was accidental with two Russian-made missiles. And I wasn't surprised from the fact that I came out. First, they denied it, as I said before. Second came a video showing that missiles actually hit the plane. And now third is that they're actually saying that they're responsible for the plane crash, which has killed 63 Canadians, which Canada has to get involved in. Even though they want to stay diplomatic, I would say that they should take a bigger turn and actually send troops over there, which they are doing which I'm glad that they are actually showing their might and putting the troops with the American ones and others because there was not just Canadian citizens on that plane. There was Germans, Afghans, and mostly Iranians. They killed most of their own people. I believe it was 82 casualties on the Iranian side. And it kind of confuses me how this accidentally happened. That I guess that they were assuming or the machine counted as like an attack aircraft and shot it down. We don't know, but right now the world is seeing a different view of Iran and people in Iran are actually protesting the Supreme Leader about the steps they're taking to go to war with the US knowing that it would be destructive on their end of the bargain right now. Because now the world is seeing that Iran is not a country that was just attacked out of nowhere, that it has taken US lives and it has taken other others' lives in the Middle East and that does deserve some repercussions instead of sitting here and appeasing them in the Middle East. For example, in the nuclear deal that Obama decided to put on the table, which gave him $150 billion, wondering where they get the money to buy the missiles, buying these weapons, is maybe because we gave him $150 billion. What are we gonna do? Give him another $150 billion because we want to appease them? Appeasement doesn't lead to peace in the in the region. It leads to more and more violence. Because they take it as a sign of it's kindness but they take that kindness into weakness and we actually need to show our might and we need to show them that we're not playing around as we did sanction them which they lost 200 billion dollars and on top of that we are actually retaliating and we did kill one of their major officials Soleimani and he does deserve that I mean we, we can't let them take advantage to our kindness and we actually have to put more effort into it and we need both parties to agree to this because we cannot have another party saying this is because he there's an impeachment hearing coming up an impeachment trial for Donald Trump this is not the reason that this happened that it was actually because the CIA had knowledge of another attack coming the fact that he orchestrated the attack as well decided for us to retaliate against it because we can't sit here while 1008 American citizens are actually killed by the general Salmani, and we can't just sit there anymore. And as Dan Crenshaw said in the house, that 600 U.S. soldiers died to IEDs made by the Iranian military. So we cannot sit here anymore and just take it from them now. And I hope the world gets to understand that from right now to the other end. And I told you before, the deal that we made with them has to be one of the worst deals we have ever made with another foreign ally or foreign nation, I mean. 
because they're not an ally really because we give them 150 billion dollars for them not to make nuclear weapons but yet they probably they probably really invested in it and even though the united nations says that they don't have nuclear weapons doesn't mean they don't because that happened in iraq when they said oh yeah they have no gas they don't have no chemical weapons but we find out that they do because as we said how does another foreign agency Tell another nation that you need to show them all your weapons or you're going to get heavily sanctioned. Like, that's going to stop them right at this point. And as I said before, the Iranian people right now are not in good terms with the Supreme Leader right now. And I tell you why. Because the Supreme Leader is throwing them right to the ground. Because we all know that the President of Iran has no power coming to the Supreme Leader. As I said, they run on a theocracy. Them having a president is to make... They'll look good in front of the whole world saying that, oh yeah, they have some sort of democracy. Really, is run by the Supreme Leader, who is throwing them to the ground. As he said in a meeting that all oh, these missiles are a slap in the face for America, and that it's good. Really? Really? I mean, I don't know about us, and I don't know why other European nations are saying it's because of our sanctions, but I don't know, I don't know a time where in our house we said death to Iran, but they said in their parliamentary system, they say death to America. But we see in a news article by USA Today that Defense Secretary Mark Esper didn't see specific evidence of Iran plot against four U.S. embassies. Well, I would say to that is, they already orchestrated an attack on an embassy, so why not retaliate against the Iranians and unify as a people to having a conflict with Iran if we need to do so? Because it seems like they're not afraid to have a conflict with us. I don't think they're having any disagreement right now in their parliament right now of having a war because at the end of the day it's our readiness to have a war with them and people are saying it's World War 3 it's not gonna happen I mean Russia is probably gonna supply them with weapons and the Chinese may supply them with weapons but I think the war would end within a year and maybe less because at the fact is they're not gonna be ready to fight with a nation that is globally ranked number one right now and they're not even ranked in the top 10 so I'm not afraid to have a conflict with with the Iranians but we have to clear up the issue between the two parties and the two groups in the house and the Senate that if we are able to go to war we need to have full agreement on both sides because the Dems right now as I said before in the last episode with Rose McGowan actually tweeting out that 52% of the US saying sorry to Iran I don't think any of us would say sorry after that what that man did as I said before he killed people in Libya, Syria, Yemen. I don't think that a man who has killed thousands of people out of his own political gain shouldn't have had a trial in the beginning. So I think what we did was actually the best move we could have done because he could have orchestrated many more attacks using regular civilians out on the street because some of these guys you can't even tell from. Like they don't wear military colors so you wouldn't know what part they're on. Or what side they're on that's what i fear for american lives american soldiers on the middle seat right now because you don't really know who is after you because these guys dress up as regular civilian clothes and end up nowhere they'll attack you and you'll never know but i got a little sidetracked but let's talk about the canadian aspect right now canada is trying to find a di diplomatic way to sort the issues out with iran because they do they did kill 63 canadian citizens on that plane and they're gonna try to find a way to say trying to find a middle ground between the two but right now they actually push troops into Iraq right now with the US troops to support us because now they kind of see what's been going on and how dangerous they're becoming and, I, and as I told you before the people even see it too I read off the press I believe they said that the there's people protesting the supreme leader to resign right now and I think that's great and I think that we should also support the people who are protesting against the supreme leader 
who is going to put his country into the ground. At the end of the day, I don't think it's us that's going to be losing. I think it's going to only be Iran losing at this point because after how many prestigious years maybe they've had, I think this is taking them way down and it's going to take them to a place like Iraq where they have to be supervised, they can't have an air force, and they're going to have heavily, heavily sanctioned military. And maybe they won't even have a military at the end of the day. We'll see what the United Nations does after if we do have a war. And the moral of the story is that we need to unite as a people if we do have a war and support our troops and not say anything hateful to our troops because at the end of the day, they're defending us and defending our freedom as well and defending the people's freedom in the Middle East who actually want to get rid of the theocracy in their nations. And thank you guys for listening. And the next episode will probably be about the national issues if there's not any more news about Iran escalating a conflict. Thank you guys and goodbye.